Welcome to It's All About Leadership podcast. Farshad's passion is leading people to discover and maximize their true potential and empower you to leave a lasting impact on those you lead. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mind Shift, Get Inspired. The topic today is about how to communicate to connect. You know, when I, when I hear communication, I remember leadership. I remember entrepreneurship. Communication impacts everything in life. You know, many people, they just talk without waiting to see if the other person is even listening. How many times this has happened to you that you are talking and the other person not even listening, right? Nobody is home. Hello? Yes? <laughs> and it happens. Many times we just talk. Many times people confuse making noise by communication. You know, just because you're talking, that doesn't mean you are communicating effectively. So today, because this is really, it can impact anything in your life. It can impact every aspect of your life. I'm going to talk about communication and effective communication. And the main reason I, I want to bring this up is sometimes less is more. Sometimes it's not all about talking. It's about listening and understanding. There's a book out there from my mentor, John C. Maxwell. The title of the book is Many communicate, but few connect. And that really impacted me when I, when I saw the title of the book and I started reading it. There's a big difference of you trying to communicate with someone, but the other person is not even listening, hearing, or understanding. They may, they may hear you, but they are not listening and understanding you. So how can we really communicate better with our team members, with our family members, with our friends, with our colleagues, with our customers? How can we get their attention? How can we really make sure that they are, they are understanding us and how can we understand them? And at the end of the day, how can be a better communicator? So I'm ready. You are ready. Let's go. I want, I want to share with you a few things I, I wrote down for you here. Number one is, is it important to you to become an effective communicator? If, if it's important to you to become an effective communicator, raise your hand, please. Let me see some hands here. Okay. How many of you believe that you are really good communicator? How many of you believe that you can improve your communication skills? Awesome. Everyone, everyone is raising hand. That's awesome. And some of you, no matter what I say, you're never going to raise your hand anyway. So I don't pay attention. <laughs> Why most successful people know how to connect and effectively communicate? You know, most successful people I know, they're not really big talkers. They're great listeners. They may only say a few words but they ask more questions. They're effective communicators rather than just being a talker. Is this a skill set or part of the DNA? 
Is this something that you're born with? Or it's a skill set you can improve? Definitely is a skill set. And I'm gonna walk you through that. I'm excited about this session, I'm very excited. Here is the first step to your dream life. The reasons I say your dream life is because really everything that I see, all the challenges, most challenges I see, is started with lack of communication. You know, when you're sitting down with customer and how many times customer tells you, oh, I'm not interested, you know why? Because they didn't, they didn't really understand you. They didn't really see any value on what you're presenting. They didn't connect with you. They don't trust you or they don't like you. And that starts with communication or lack of. So communication, you show me a good communicator, I will show you a great leader. You, sh- you show me an effective communicator, I will show you a great salesperson. You show me a good communicator, I will show you a gr- great mom, great dad. Communication impacts everything in life. Most misunderstandings happens because of lack of communication. I, a friend of mine, he always was saying, communication is a funny thing. Communication is a funny thing because you share the same message to 200 people. When you go back and ask each of them, they have their own understanding from the message. I, 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 had, a, I had a practice in one of the classes I had <laughs> I gave a written message to someone and I asked this person who was sitting on the front row to whisper the message to the person next to him and the next to him and next to her. And after too many people, the person at the end of the classroom had completely different message. The same message that was in written and supposed to be whispered to the person next to per se, the, the first, first person in the first row was completely changed by the time it was transferred to the person number 20. It's amazing how many times, because of lack of communication, we cause misunderstanding, frustrations, disappointments. And you know, we, we, lose, we lose the opportunity. We lose many opportunities because of lack of communication. So Farsha, what do you mean by communication? To me, communication means you communicate to connect, to add value. You don't communicate just to talk. You don't just communicate to get people's attention. People get bored when they have to look at your face and they don't understand anything. How many times you get stuck in communication with people that are talking and you can't wait for them to stop or breathe so you can leave the room, right? Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, it happens, right? One of them sitting is is in this room. (laughs) How to become a dynamic speaker. So I want to give you some some steps, five steps that you're going to change your ability to connect with people how to become a dynamic speaker number one share your story 
bam, this is a million dollar tip right here. I don't care if you're sitting in front of customer, or if you're sitting in front of audience, or you're teaching a class, or you are on Zoom, FaceTime, you start your meeting with a short story. It's an icebreaker. It gives you the opportunity to warm up. It gives them to oppor the opportunity to trust you because you're starting from your story. You create an invaluable connection when your audience feels your emotion and can relate your story through similar experiences. Whether it's a challenge, opportunity, or growth, let your story lead to theirs. Now, connecting with the audience isn't just a skill, it's an art. So try this one moving forward. Whenever you're interacting with your customer, you're on the Zoom, you're sitting in front of them around kitchen table, or you're in front of 200 people you're speaking, or 2,000 people, doesn't matter. Start with a one or two minutes of story. Wow. Can you say wow? Wow. It's an icebreaker. It helps you connect with people and build immediate trust. Not everything should be about business, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to start with business. I only do business with people that I know, I like, and I trust. I only do business with people that I know, I like, and I trust. If I know you, I don't have to know you completely, but at least some basic information. When I see that you come to me and you share your story, we connect, we just connect. And now I'm listening, now I'm listening, wow. See, so listening happens when I trust you. Listening happens when, when emotionally I see that you are vulnerable. I see that you are transparent. I see that you really care. I really don't care about your accomplishments. You can come to me and say I'm the best, I'm making million dollars, I own this, I own that. That doesn't impress me. That doesn't impress people to connect and listen to you. What impress people is, are you vulnerable? Are you transparent? Are you trustable? Are you reliable? Are, are, you, are you looking down to me? or we, we, we looking eye to eye. We see each other eye to eye. You know, if, if people feel that you are up there somewhere, they're not gonna be able to connect with you. How many of you have, have heard my story when I started in insurance business? I shared this story with you that I couldn't even make an appointment to save my life. There's a reason I share that with you because I started exactly where you are. Because I want you to know that no one is better than the other one. We're just all part of a big, successful team. We are all part of a winning team. We each got to do our part. And we, do, we have to do our best every single day. Nothing less than the best. So you share your story with people. Give yourself one or two minutes. Don't rush into your presentation. They want to know who you are. And once you connect with them and you touch the heart 
Now you can ask for the hand. How great that is. If you just add, I can, I can finish the meeting right now. And I guarantee you this mind shift would be worthwhile if we just stop the meeting here. I, I don't need to share the other four items I have with you. Do you agree with me? Just if you start your conversations with your story, don't be so selfish to keep all the secrets. Tell people who you are, share a story. It doesn't have to be always about the business. It can be a personal story. People want to know how transparent you are, how vulnerable you are. I want to, before I move on to next, I want to tell you this. Some of the leaders I teach and coach or I interact with daily, they ask me for sure, how do you connect with your agents? How is it that they listen to you? First of all, not all the agents listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Darius? I have to, you know, I'm a very good communicator. When it comes to Darius, I have to communicate 1,500 times. <laughs> but but to answer to that question is you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to pretend that you are perfect. People respect you when you are vulnerable. I want you to write this down. People will respect you when you are vulnerable, when you are honest, when you're transparent with them. You don't have to be somebody else. Just be yourself. Everyone else been taken. You just be yourself. Everyone else has been taken. Wow, that was good, right, Darius? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two is add value to people. Make sure when you are talking, you're bringing some values. Make sure you, you have some, some golden nuggets. So while you share your story, make clear the strong points that frame what you are telling your audience. Your audience will remember will remember you through the, the story you tell because of the golden nuggets. So transition from your story to the points that you have for the customer, for your audience. Your golden nuggets shared. Golden nuggets equal the value added to the audience. Okay, what is the purpose of this meeting? What are we going to accomplish? What is the value that I'm bringing to this meeting? Make sure the value is clear. Number three, communicate to connect. Number three is communicate to connect. As you take your audience through the journey of your story, help them to feel the emotion. Use humor to soften and help illustrate the challenges. Ending with a powerful lesson and a positive end to the story. Leave people with a feeling of optimism and eagerness to go forward with their journey. Help them make the decision move forward. Help them to do something with their life. Uncover emotional moments within your story that keep the audience engaged engaged and interested. Remember, your passion is so important to deliver powerful message and to connect. So you communicate to connect. 
with wisdom and love, with the compassion you have. So number three is communicate to connect. Make sure you're connecting with people. And some of the points here, keep your passion up. Make sure you're speaking with passion. Make sure you believe on all the points you are making. You cannot sell a product or services that you don't believe. You cannot sell something that you don't own. You know, you can't go to customer and say, hey, Mr. Jones, based on my fact finding and the time we spent together, you need some life insurance. And when they ask you, do you have life insurance? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Why? You can't sell what you don't own. You can't sell what, what you, yourself you don't believe. So make sure the passion is there. Passion brings power to the conversation. Emotion brings trust. And make sure you keep them engaged and interested. How? With asking questions. Does this make sense? How are you feeling? How is this going? How many times do I ask you, how are we doing guys? Give me some feedback. You know, but there's a reason. Because every time we do that, we engage you. Engage the audience. How many times I use humor? When you use humor, you re-engage your audience. You know, even with your customers, don't just be so dry and business oriented. Use some sense of humor, even during your presentation. And you know, we talk about Darius all the time, but he's really, really good with sense of humor. I gotta give him credit. I have seen his I have seen his customers laugh all the way, but not too much not too little, there's a balance. Make sure you use humor, you use the stories, you have your points, you keep, keep the passion up. Passion brings the power to your presentation. There's nothing can, can accomplish if you don't have the passion. Enthusiasm is important. The fire is, the import, is, is very important. People won't buy from you People won't pay attention to your presentation if you don't have any passion. They gotta hear from your voice, especially because recently we're doing all the presentations over Zoom and phone. More than ever before, they need to hear your passion about what you do, why this is so important, why you, are, you wanna help, help them so badly, why this is so needed, because you really care because, because people are underinsured now. We're talking about insurance right now, but we, we are not really talking about insurance. I, this applies to everything in life. Passion gives you power. Even on the phone, you can't sound like a, like a monotone telemarketer because you are not a telemarketer. You are an, you are an expert. You got to sound different. You know what I do when I'm on the phone? I walk. I stand up. I can't sit down and talk on the phone. I lose my energy. And people appreciate the passion. And the soft voice, low energy on the phone is not going to help you. So make sure you communicate to connect. Wow. 
Number four, visual goes before verbal. Make sure you have some type of e-presenter. Make sure everyone has an e-presenter. Make sure everyone has a slide. Doesn't have to be busy PowerPoints. Doesn't have to be so long, fancy. Make sure it's simple, but it's visual. Look at this. There is a reason I put all these words on the PowerPoint and I put a, one simple picture up there. And I can guarantee you, 97% of you don't even read the PowerPoint. You just go to the picture. Wow. Visual, people learn 65% with what they see, 30% what they hear, and only 5% are uh, other uh, sources. I mean, like, are ex. Uh, hold on one second are ex experiential learners. They have to experience it themselves. 65% is visual, ladies and gentlemen. 30% is only they remember what they hear. They learn from listening to something. 65% they learn visually. It can be video, it can be PowerPoint, it can be your presentation book, it can be pictures, and don't miss the opportunity. Oh, I'm, I'm very good. I don't need any visual for my customers. You do. You have heard the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words. It's so true. Use visual aids, but keep them simple. You know, if you remember, I love Steve Jobs presentations. He had like three slides, one word, one picture on each slide and he became one of the most successful CEOs in the world. Presentations doesn't have to be wordy, complicated. Some people, they put their PDF on presentations. I mean, who gonna read all those small notes on the paper? No one, no one gonna pay attention. You just need one picture and a couple words. And I, I intentionally put this one picture with a word you slide here for you to to see that everyone is paying attention to that one picture no one reads the slide so number four visual goes before verbal make sure you have some type of visual going on even if you want to just show a video at the end even you want to go through the brochure if you have some type of visual helps if you're in, in sales, if you're talking about customers, they need to see it, to believe it. If you are talking about in front of audience, a couple pages of PowerPoint helps. Maybe a video. It always supports what you say. People believe on what they see and hear. And last but not least, this is the most important one for me. I'm sure it's the most important one for you. Always close with a call to action. Can you say, wow? wow. Well, let me, let me tell you this. I have seen presentations after presentations. Managers, leaders, successful managers, pastors. You know, you just name it. They come with a great message, but they cannot close at the end. 
Call to action. Can you say call to action? Every meeting you have, every training you have, every session you end, what is the call to action? Where are we going from here? Ladies and gentlemen, you, you don't go to a meeting without leaving the meeting without a call to action. Speaking with influence requires you to conclude your speech with a call to action. This is often overlooked, yet so critical to everything you have said up to this point. Make it clear and simple, customized to each audience. Include a strong invitation to have your audience act upon it. Focus on clear results with a sense of urgency to act now. Act now. Act now. So ladies and gentlemen, some of the call to actions, I wanna give you an example. You do presentation in the house. You wanna, you wanna end the meeting before you leave, always option A, option B, option C. Which one works better for you? Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I'm so grateful you gave me 45 minutes of your time. But before we end, I have three options for you. Option A, option B, option C. Which one works better for you? Option A, option B, option C. You had a big presentation in front of your audience. Hey, write down the three takeaways you have and also three action plans moving forward with a deadline. I, I make, I, I had a speech in front of three, 4,000 people. I asked them, write down the three things you're gonna do leaving my meeting today with a deadline. Call to action. You can't end a meeting without call to action, ladies and gentlemen. You can't, you can't have a training without call to action. You know, we had this three hours of workshop last Saturday. The call to action was we came up with a contest. I want to see how many people really take it to take them to heart and run with the information and do something with three hours of workshop. Ladies and gentlemen, everything we do in life, we need to have clear expectations and call to action. You want to move forward in life? You, you walk with purpose, you talk with purpose, you act with purpose. You don't just say, I'm, I'm just hanging around. Life is too short to waste your time. When you are in front of audience, make sure you spend some time, prepare yourself. And if you just consider the five things I shared with you, you're gonna be some of the best speakers in the country, maybe in the world. Because they have, they start, they start exactly with the story. They show their passion. They communicate to connect. They have the golden nuggets. They use sense of humor. They have the passion and enthusiasm. And they, they end with a bang, call to action. When you're meeting with customer, call to action. You don't end your meeting with asking, oh, what do you think? No, what do you think is not call to action? Mr. Jones, 
Would you like to move forward with option A, option B, or option C? That is your call to action. When you have a conversation with your, with your kids, call to action. When you're giving a speech at the church, at the school, call to action. Many, many great speakers, they fail in their business because of lack of call to action. Finally, the do's and don'ts. When you are talking, when you are giving a speech, when you are in front of your customer, when you are in a meeting, or any interaction you have, don't gossip, don't judge, don't bring negativity or excuses. Sameness, sameness kills this speech and complain, stop complaining because no one listens. I have news for you, to all the complainers out there. Stop complaining, no one listens. And what are some of the do's? Stay enthusiastic, honest, authentic, show love, compassion. Your voice, reach, warm, clear, pace, pause, volume. Ladies and gentlemen, if you just remember all the five points I shared with you, you will impact your closing ratio. You will connect with people better. You will have more influence and you will change lives every single day. Don't communicate just for sake of talking. Communicate to connect. Thanks so much and God bless.